Hello guys, welcome to episode 8 of What the Fuck is Going On and since everyone's going back to uni and school we decided to do a black girls uni guide and just share our experiences of going back to university. So ladies, did you guys go to uni? Yes or no? Well, yeah, definitely. yeah, that's what we meant. Right? <laughs> I mean, I know, but they don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely did go to uni, thought it was necessary to do so, and um, decided that I was gonna study after A levels and just keep going. I didn't really have an option. Like, I knew obviously I always wanted to go to university, but in my house, you go to university or you die. So I don't understand <laughs> where else it could be. Yeah, I mean, likewise, I always knew I wanted to get uni, and I, I don't think I was allowed not to not go. I never asked, so because I was just scared of the answer. But so my question is, did you guys enjoy uni? Because everyone can go, but did you enjoy uni experience? So I I certainly did enjoy uh, my undergrad um, well mm-hmm. until I, I mean I I enjoyed too well at some stages of it but um yeah no i did have a good time it was kind of like the end where it was really sport for me mm. because of this one girl that i made friends with in um second year and long story short we decided <clears throat> to travel and um, to celebrate once we finished uni so we planned to travel i sent her some money for the hotel she didn't book the hotel she used the money to buy her graduation outfit I saw her in Jimmy Choo's that day on graduation and yeah, it just became a big fight and a big blowout and resulted in my aunties getting involved and her mum having to transfer me some money. But yeah, that really ruined my uni, my undergrad experience. Okay, back up, skirt, skirt. So you're telling me that someone used all of your money to deck out to look good for graduation? Yeah. And she even had the cheek to email me these things saying, oh, I can't pay you back the money because I'm actually buying my... Like, I still have the emails till now. You can't make the shit up. Yeah. Has she paid you back fully? No, till today. How many years ago was this? Mm, four years now. Oh. Do you not know where her house is? Go and collect your money. No, but that's the thing. I never went into her house, even though we were close, which is, yeah. But she always came to my house. I should have really done the same. Yeah, really made me have trust issues, you needed. She needs to be investigated. <laughs> <laughs> I would have jumped on her when they called her name when she was walking across the stage. Okay. <laughs> no, and take with those Jimmy Choo's. No, mine is at graduation when I said, I said, remove the shoe. Remove the shoe right now. Remove Before my money. Before she goes on stage, I, I would scream for you to take off the shoe and you're not walking on stage or I'll cause a scene. No, I said, I've got you some bedroom slippers <laughs> to walk across the stage, but remove my shoe right now. Honestly, I mean, it was my first graduation. I just wanted a peaceful time and yeah, I just kind of let it go. But you, yeah, you guys know nice. me on a normal day. Oh, my uni experience was um, Higi Haga, and I say that because it had its ups and its down. So the thing about me was that, um, luckily, I went to uni um, with um, a friend. So, but she was in Bristol. Mm-hmm. So my problem is that I would travel to Bristol to go be my friend for my first and second year, and I did have friends in like my uni was in London. I did have friends, but they were very screw screw. Do you understand what I mean? They were mm-hmm. not friends. I knew from the get-go they're not friends who would be there for you or hold you down. They're very superficial friends. Yeah. So um yeah, so that didn't work out. But in my third year, luckily, I got to meet 
this like wonderful group of girls who like honestly were just like the rock like they were just there for me and um, I was there for them we just had a wonderful relationship in third year so third year was actually the year that I partied the most in London and the year I had the best grades which Ooh. was quite funny and quite <laughs> I don't know how that worked but um yeah um my yeah uni life was definitely up and down and down and up I think mine was was mine was pretty chill. I mean, I moved to London with a group of my friends. We all went to six home together, and then we got a house. So I didn't live in halls, so I didn't do the whole uni experience, freshers kind of thing. But at uni, I did still make friends. But I just wasn't like my usual normal self. Like I probably would have been like ACS president or something dramatic. But at this time, I just took a step back from the uni life. But I enjoyed uni. My lecturers are nice, good friends. And because I wasn't so involved, I didn't have any uni drama at all. So it was Oh, shit. I had tons. When, uh, the thing about it is that I was involved in uni life. So I had uni drama. I'm not even going to really? lie. Like what? Yeah, like it's just. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. It was. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, it was just like. You were, like uni for me was a gossip mail. Oh. No gossip, like not for no gossip about me, but like Others. things like go really fast. Like they'll say something about someone and it spreads around really fast. Really? Yeah. So there were a few things going around. I was like, oh damn, oh god, oh like, no, oh. juicy, give it a tea. Yeah, but like I don't know. It was just really like um, yeah. It was very <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was because I would host, I was communications officer, yeah. so I would host these parties and for law students and stuff, and you know when all students get drunk and mm -hmm. I'm crunk and all that kind of yeah. shit, shit goes down, and um, they would be like, and it would just be like drama, like, you know, that's my man, why she dancing with him and all oh, this oh, shit, yeah. and I was just like, oh my god, this is loving hip hop the ghetto, I cannot, <laughs> I mean my friends would just sit back and watch, because we we're just like, oh, blue thing, you know, that's my man, why she dancing with watching drunk a karaoke dancing with my man i was like ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, oh, awkward um, but yeah that was it <laughs> um okay so the next question is i mean a lot of people have decided not to go to uni because they say uni is expensive blah, blah 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 i mean coming from a single parent home um did you guys ever worry about money when you're going to university uh, yeah, honestly, I just thought, what am I going to do with myself? So for the first time around, I had already had a job. So from I was working since I was 16, and I just continued working, uh, but just reduced my hours, then got a new job in between um, a uni uh, when I started working at Ben TV. Then, so the money was better, and I didn't have to work as much, which is fine. But then I just remembered when it got to my master's time, they actually told me that there's no way you can work and do a master's. And I thought... Hold on a minute, but I'm gonna be poor. I only have one parent, and I've never, I haven't relied on her since I was 16, like financially, and she needs help in the house. So if I don't work, then how are we gonna pay the rent? How are we gonna pay all the bills that we have to pay? So yeah, it was definitely like a stressful time, and that was partly the reason why I did stay in London, because I just thought I don't wanna incur any more expenses, move out, have to pay a second house rent where my mom, like, I'd rather just stay and help my mom pay. Um, here, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I was always, I was always worried about money. Most of the times that I didn't actually party is because I was just like, well, actually, I weighed up the options. If I was gonna party, then that'll be more money on vodka, which I do love and I did, I did enjoy. But I'm just saying, I would have enjoyed more if I 
moved out and yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Guessing uh, that's different for you? <laughs> well, it was a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit different for me. Um, so fortunately and I thank God, um, I didn't have to worry about money at all just because my parents were there and my parents were quite adamant that they actually did not want me to work because they were like, well, I don't want it to affect your studies in Africa. That's not what we send you to do. And I think it was kind of pride then, for, yeah. especially for my dad as well. Mm. Like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? I, told, yeah. I, I sent you there to go and study. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, but the thing about it is that because of that, I had tons of free time. So I would ever advise um, students like me, who parents are able to afford, you know, whatever, that you should spend the other time you have doing something you love. So I went to singing classes, I went to acting classes, I even did some, because I like, well, and I don't like kids, but I was bored, so I did a few babysitting jobs here and there. Like, I spent time, and then I was involved in my uni, I was communications officer for the Law Society, I was also um, student representative, like, I did stuff, I spent that extra time doing other stuff that I knew that the minute I graduate, I would not be able to do this again. You know, I've always wanted to go to acting, famous acting. I went to identity, famous acting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Like, I've always wanted to do all those, you know, weird shit. I wanted to sing. I went there as well. So I would advise you, if you've got the time and money, do it. Don't sit at home. Don't sit doing nothing. It's just a waste of time. Oh. And now all of that, to some extent, is on my CV. And when I pick up my CV, it just makes it a little bit, like, different and weird. I'll be like, oh, you, oh, okay, you're a lawyer, but you sing, but you also do journalism. Like, you got what I mean? Yeah. It makes it a little bit, just find stuff. And this is why I say to my sister, find stuff that you can make your application, your CV different and weird. Weird. So um, yeah, that's what I did. But and I was just definitely happy I got to be involved in my uni. Yeah, for me, I mean, being raised by a single mom, moved to London, so student finance kind of had me down when it came down to like rent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for extra pocket money, I kind of got a job straight away. And luckily at the time, um, the shard had just opened, so they were looking for tour guides. So that was a really cool job to have. Were you climbing that stairs? Or, is it stairs or what they climbing? No, we have a lift. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I said, well, why are you not going to stairs up and down? Go no, there was a lift, so one of the fastest lifts in the world. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, Fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was Still really trying to the chart. Indeed, go if you haven't been. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I just worked throughout uni. And then for my master's, um, my schedule was incredibly crazy. So I couldn't actually afford to work the way I wanted to work. And someone who's very independent, that meant I had to rely a lot on, on my mum, which I didn't really like. But I did work like a weekend job in care and I would probably go home every weekend or every other weekend just to get some extra pocket money. So that's how I managed to get through that. Um, I think the next topic is dating. <coughs> I think it's very, very important. I need all the girls to listen. What are your thoughts on dating when you go to university? Don't be... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I, I had to call my back, myself back from cursing out because this is a very, this is a very, it's a topic I'm extremely passionate about. Okay. Excuse me, sis. 
Your mother and father did not send you to university to be doing someone else's wife. Yep. Did not send you to university to be cooking jello fries and make cleaning for someone else. Amen. And see, this is not twelve years a slave. Amen. You you are free. You Amen. are a free sister. Oh Auntie, please do not be so sitting in someone's house. Amen. Be doing cleaning, washing, play, doing wife. Amen. Even, and the thing about is, man, you are not the main wife. You are the second wife. Amen. So don't play yourself, sis. No, actually, you can date. You can actually multiple. go, you can date multiple men, enjoy, but don't be in this lock and chain, you know, relationship because it's not needed. It's actually not needed because then he'll probably cheat on you and then you'll be crying in your classes. I've seen girls in the middle of law exam. Yeah. I look back, the sister's crying with tissue in her hand. I said, excuse me, I'm trying to listen to the lecturer. Can you hold your tears, please? Oh, like, you understand, I've seen girls crying in the hallway, crying in the club. We go into the club in the bathroom, all young, young girls. Oh, my boyfriend just did this to me. I'm like, sis, I want to pee. Can you move? Because I have no fucking, I don't care about you, sis, because you've put yourself in that situation. So I'm telling you now, 90% of the time it's not real love. He's just looking for someone to clean uh, his um, apartment for him, wash yeah. his panties, and make him jello fries. That's true. Point blank, period, the end. And have regular sex. Oh, yeah, give it to them. Yeah. I personally, I'm, I agree with you 100%. I was, as someone who was actually in a relationship during uni, he wasn't from uni, so I mean, I guess I got to leave London to go and see him. But I definitely feel like it held me back and I got distracted, especially when I found out. So during oh Jesus. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, no. oh, so during final year, we went to Bali for his birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um at that time I'd finished all my assignments. I'd only had two left. One was already done. I think I was just doing Harvard referencing, so that was an issue. I was in the middle of doing my dissertation. Mm. So probably like no worries, I know myself it was nearly done anyway. So in Bali, I found out that he was cheating. Hmm? So when I came back from Bali, guys, my head was just scatter, 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 scatter. Mm. This dissertation, I don't know how we managed to get that dissertation sent out because I was just so stressed. I just couldn't believe that we went to Bali. I found out you were cheating in Bali, but I, I, I wasn't allowed to have a mental breakdown or process those feelings because guess yeah. what? Sis had a dissertation. Men will do that to you. No, I don't agree. Mm. Stop. Mm. So, sis, do not date during uni. I mean, some people did, and you know, they probably met their husbands. But I think nine times out of ten, uni relationships never last. And Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Shine your eye. Get money. Oh, That's what you should be doing. Imagine at my big age of twenty-three, I've only had two boyfriends. How sad is that? It's not sad. It's, sad. it's not sad. I I think dating in uni is not a terrible thing at all. I had a boyfriend at the time and it was nothing like it was fair enough we didn't meet in uni. He had already finished uni when I was in uni, so fine. However, I didn't see him holding me back. If anything, I think he actually helped me, like in terms of when I was Honestly, good you, uh, yeah, I, I can acknowledge that it's very rare, but I don't think it like if you find the right guy that's not gonna, you know, be faffing around. This help her get pregnant in uni. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm. I'll be kissing in the hallway, kissing in classes, move out of my yeah, way. That's if you're, that's if you're dating someone in your actual uni. I think that is a distraction, of course. You can't you shouldn't date someone in your uni yeah. because when you see yeah. him in the corridor, you'll be saying, Oh, come on, baby, let's yeah. go to the library. No. Yeah. That is some bullshit. You guys will be staying late to be working in inverted commas but yeah. you won't be working do you I know what I mean know. so I think that's definitely a distraction but I don't think you know I think if you're dating one person in uni and they're not distracting you they're actually helping you then go 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 true sis mm -hmm. the ones that used to make me laugh is that they'll be in the library together studying but they're holding hands under the table 
Why? 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 Study your books. You want me to call your mother? Does your mother know you're here? Does your father know you're here holding hands instead of studying on top of 9k and I'll be holding one nonsense boy's sweaty hands? But the reason hands. why I do encourage, like I feel like I should encourage dating in is because Afri being African, they expect the second graduation is done, you should have a ring on your finger. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So what process no, is that you happening guys know under? The guy that you date in uni is not going to be the guy that you marry. Mm. It's it's some, it works no, for some people. Some, but majority of the time, the guy that you date in uni, you're not going to get married to him. He's probably your first boyfriend ever. Mm. For me, I want to. This brings another topic of like young African or black girls who go to uni, and because you've been so like confined and um, protected. Then you go to uni or maybe I don't know you're in Birmingham, De Mumford or whatever, and then you start acting wild, having sex with everybody and doing the most. Yeah, don't do that either. Don't do that, sis. God, no, please. Because you guys already know my stance on this topic from last week. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like that. That is no, but I, I feel like for yourself, I just feel like you went there to get a degree. Don't get me wrong, have fun, but I think there's moderate fun to the point where I've seen girls get pregnant at uni okay. because. Mommy and then daddy didn't let you see boys, so when you see yeah, them, you jump on every single boy. And, and you know, uni boys are well, they will sleep with you easily with no problem because that's what mm. they came to uni for. That's true. Yeah, you can have fun and make mistakes. Like, I I literally partied till the cows came home when I first did my, when I first entered um, uni. So I did first year, I did it in English and Mandarin and failed mm. miserably because I drank like a motherfucker. How do you I say hello in Mandarin? Ni hao. Ni hao, guys. Ni hao. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I guess I remembered one thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I literally drank. I was drinking at ten a.m. in the morning. Like I was drinking before lectures. I just thought, hold on a minute. I lucky thought that was like alcoholism, but yeah. it, it ended up to my demise. That I I now think it was a blessing in disguise because when I did fail, I didn't go back to the same subject. Mm. Um, I did uh, change to journalism. I knew I wanted to be a journalist, but like Sam explained, like when. Whenever they told you that you wanted to be a journalist, most of them had studied English. So that's why I went in studying English. And plus I did really good in my A-levels and thought that English was something that I would need. I don't know, weird, but yeah. So yeah, don't be afraid to start again if you have fucked up because at the end of the day, you shouldn't be following people's timeline. You should just do what you need to do. And at the end, I got a good grade, so it's all good. Yeah, how did you guys maintain good grades? I think it's one thing getting in, so I think we work our butts off for our A-levels, then you get in. How do you maintain good A-levels and still have a social life? Because I know a lot of people who've dropped out, who failed, and they don't end up getting the degree, but they had the time of their lives. So how do you maintain a social life and still maintain good grades? I think in terms of... Um you know how they say first year doesn't count? Cool. Mm -hmm. It counts a little bit because obviously you need it to get to second yeah, year. Yeah. But second year, a lot of people think that it's still like mm, small, small because it only counts for 30%. I promise you, if you work your ass off in second year and get the top grades, it will be your saving grace come third year. Like so most of the times when I was like working out, because um, I got so obsessed with like working out my final grade before I knew my final grade, I found this like website that would do it for me. And most times my saving grace was my grade from second year. Yeah. Like so my third year grades would be would be good, but it'd be on the brink of good. And then I would have that boost from second year. So that's how I end up with the first. But honestly, like work hard in second year. Third year, you have your dissertation and you'll, you know, need to focus all your energy on that. And plus if you went to a uni like mine, you also had exams and also had other stupid little documentaries that you had to make to you know succeed but whatever just make sure that second year you work hard and be consistent you can still work hard and party that's lola's testament to that she worked she worked her butt off and still you mm -hmm. know went on the voice as well yeah 
mid uni. So mm-hmm. it really it really does work if you are determined, I think. Yeah. What about you? I think that is true. I think what you need to know is there's time for party and there's time for study. Yeah. Like you need to make that little block in your head. Everyone knows when I party hard me and vodka are best friends. But <laughs> those three months to that exam there was like I told you third year because I had I went on the voice second year so my grades weren't the best but third year I needed to pull myself up from the dungeon from whatever um, you know hole I've been in so what happened was that um yeah I had fun in my third year I was like this is my last year I'm gonna enjoy it mm. but at the same time those three months the exam those four months the exam I was in the library 20 hours a day with me and my friends were there and it got to the point that I this is what we did I don't know maybe this helped me to pass I would you know essays like I would learn essays word for word of what I was going to write in the exam yeah. so mm-hmm. I learned yeah so I put it in my head and I'll be saying it to my I did a voice note I'll be saying it to myself in the mirror every morning as I was doing wearing my wow. shoe wearing my bra I was like listen because I was like I need because the essay that I learned I knew it was a top mark essay so I was like I need to get that mark so what about it so i just yeah those three months those four months i was in the library every single day a library has a fun thing to it oh, when all your friends are there it's well, literally a vibe you can order pizza and then shit later like it's brilliant <laughs> like honestly it is because <laughs> can you please explain to them why you said oh, that oh because i'm lactose intolerant she's lactose intolerant <laughs> but she's so adamant on eating cheese and everything ice cream and she loves it all cheese burger with cheese and then we are the one that reminding her that she's lactose intolerant anyway <laughs> good times anyway um yeah so i my friends were all there so it was really cool like you know at 3am with us and i say yeah here go oh yeah here too and then we kiki kiki and kaka kaka and they were like i have to go back sis you know what i mean so it is a vibe yeah um for me hmm what's the question <laughs> Sam, sorry, I lost track. Yes. <laughs> how do you keep? Yeah, don't yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, it's of system, well, okay, how do you keep maintaining good grades? Okay, um, for me, <laughs> um, I like I said, I was never the most like academic out of all my friends. I was just like an average, like BC, like wasn't super smart. So I always made friends that with people smart. who were smarter than me, and that always helped. Which because, is smart. Yeah, because mm. I knew it come exam season. One of my friends, Bernardo, she already has a template for every single past question that's ever turned up in the exam. So I'm like, so Bernardo, can I have your um, set answers? And they would just share their notes with me and then I would make my own model answer and just revise that. Um, I'm also a, an early morning reader, so I would do all-nighters, drink Play Plus. Don't mix Play Pro Plus with Lucozade or anything because you probably die. And that's what I did the first time I took play process. Oh, wow. So my body started shaking. We're just in like, oh. But I did say, sure oh. <laughs> yeah. It was going crazy. But like, Tell me you like to kill yourself. You like to make it. Oh, if they knew what happened last week. <laughs> so, yeah, I did all nighters. I think it just really just shows maturity levels because you're coming from A levels where we were told when to read. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you now need to be an adult. This is where maturity and being an adult starts kicking in. You now need to be like, okay, I've been partying, it's exam season. I need to start reading and mm. if you're and only very very few people can do it can do it to yeah. be quite honest and hence why a lot of, there is a lot of dropouts a lot of people failing so i think it's just a, a mindset of, say, of saying okay the last three months of uni i need to buckle down do all nighters and if you've played and you know you played that means you have to do extra work compared to people who were awake during mm. the whole entire year so yeah for me it was just being surrounded by people who could help me and then doing my own work and 
doing things that work for me and mind maps work for me mm. and then i'll do essays and then condense the essays into like a smaller essay and then condense it into keywords mm. so one keyword will help me to tr trigger me to write a whole entire paragraph mm. kind of thing mm. and yeah that's how i manage to get by the first year dropout rates are quite a lot. I remember my final um, documentary was about that and it kind of showed that because of the A-levels that we come from, no one really supported us. Like, no one no one told us, like, hey, listen, sis, this is what it's going to be like once you hit uni, so better buckle down, better mm -hmm. self-learn. No one tells us that. So please listen to this and grab it for yourselves. Honestly, if you're doing law, there's not a lot of classes, but they give you, like, study time. So you have, like, three classes a week, but the rest is study time. Please. Actually study. Yeah, actually, if look at me saying I didn't study, but at least just crack open the book because I it's until those four months to the exam, my book will be white. Yeah. <laughs> that is that my friend would be like, are you only removing the wrapper now? So yes, so <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, actually do study because that four months is hell. But I work well under pressure because yeah, I know some people do. don't. So um, yeah actually open the book once in a while <laughs> so okay we've spoken about higher education we all went and did undergrads how did you know what you wanted to do after university so now we're talking about higher higher education or starting a career how did you determine i want to do a master's i want to start working mm. i don't want to work on a gap year what helped you make that decision for me once i finished um, my undergrad I kind of like came out of it thinking, okay, I was still working at Ben. I was like, oh, I actually want to go to the newsroom. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to work at either ITV or BBC or whatever. And then I was like, okay, I've got a first. They're going to all want to hire me. Started applying. Nobody wanted me. I thought, oh, how does this happen? I've just spent however many, 9,000 times three. I, I can I not have a job? Yeah. So it was really stressful for me. I just thought actually maybe I do need something else. So I started mm -hmm. asking, you know, around and I heard that yeah, people are all doing masters out here in these streets. So I thought, okay, I'll do the same. I'll grab a masters. So I applied, didn't even look into it, I just thought whatever place is doing masters, I'll do it. And then I just decided that city was the one. And what about you guys? I'm so happy you came to see I know, me. right? I did not meet you guys. I cannot imagine my master's journey without you. Honestly, oh my god. It's I without can't. you too. I'm, this is the best thing that came out of the master's. You. Both of you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But don't fool yourself too much. Anyway. Oh god. Oh right. <laughs> she really snatched us right back. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, for me, um, so in my mom's side of the family, I come from a long line of lawyers. So since I was basically three. I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a lawyer. And anyway, I went to do my law degree and um, in this, in my second year, as you guys probably know, I was on The Voice, so I was on telly. And it was that point that when I was doing interviews, I was talking to people, I was like, oh my God, this is actually pretty cool. Like, oh my God, like, in front of just, you know, being on telly, asking people questions, like, I would want to do this. Like, just the interview bits. And even, like, um, the people that would interview me would be like, oh my God, you're such a great talker. Like, you're so funny. And I'd be like, oh, really? Like, ah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh my God, shit. I was like, you know, I might be good at this a little bit. So I was like, okay, then maybe. Then I was like, okay, then maybe I need to have a little think about maybe law is not, you know, 100% for me. And also with law, you have to be in the office like 17 hours a day. Like I know myself, I will be bored sitting at a desk. Excuse doing you, that, you, that, you that, do that, that now that. as a journalist, honey. Did you know that? I do that now as a journalist, but it's not law. Like it's at least okay. like there's at least news going on. Do you okay. get what I mean? Yeah. 
so um yeah so yeah so um that summer when i came home i just told my mom and thankfully my mom is the most if i told her that summer i wanted to be a pilot she'd be like okay so what school do, you, do they do piloting like my mom is that kind of person yeah. so i just told her and she was like okay i prayed about it because i was like i'm not about to make the wrong decision because i know how much i could be making as a lawyer and bish bash bosh um yeah i applied city and got in and met you lovely human oh, beings no, and well we didn't meet each other straight away we didn't meet each other straight away which Nightmare. Was, uh, i swear to god but that's a whole different topic what about you love um for me i always knew i kind of planned out my whole uni journey before i started and um city was initially my first choice for undergrad but i didn't get uh, no, it's, I didn't even get to apply because my English teacher just refused to predict me an A. Mm -hmm. And there's no point in me applying knowing that the entry crimes are three A's and mm -hmm. you're predicting me A, A, B or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I just never applied it, but it was always my dream uni. So I decided, okay, if I'm not going to go for undergrad, you will see me there for my master's because it was just, you know, when you have this thing on your bucket list that you just needed to go mm -hmm. off, it was one of those. So yeah, I just um, applied and during i think i knew already so between second year and third year i was already doing my research on the subject starting my personal statement so by the time i started third year my personal statement was ready sent it off got in got the interview and yeah the right. rest is history and then we're here now but um let's make a note that the friends you make uh in the first day of uni are not the real ones sometimes okay. it can yeah, be yeah. yeah but not the i remember the first friends i made were not the real ones at all so um and i think it was kind of like that for our masters yeah, yeah like we we obviously started off as a bigger group and people fell off along the way and yeah. i mean it's i mean we didn't even start off in a group yeah i mean like it was yeah. like a it was like a two and a three and yeah. we kind of joined together and then just didn't last, but I mean, which is it's not terrible because let's do how we met. How did we meet? Okay, so how did it's I meet so you, cute. Sam? I know that is quite cute, but how did we meet? I mean, we kind of like glanced. No, the first time we all saw each other was the first lecture ever. We all walked in, and then you know when you're looking at oh, there's a black girl there, there's a black girl. But there. it was very sporadic. So yeah. I, our masters didn't have um, many black people. It was majority white. So yeah, we kind of were already like glancing around looking at oh you know where are my sisters yeah. you know just so that you can have that common ground and in the classroom they kind of well for broadcast anyway they kind of made it like like i mean just two black girls in every class yeah. so you know yeah. it was hard to like really do a yeah. joint mingling sesh so yeah so it was like i don't remember i actually don't remember me and you's first yeah. i remember meeting you for the first time because you introduced me to her yeah. um so yeah but i just don't remember me and you yeah. I just I've always just seen you but guys I think together. It was our ex friend who introduced us. Oh yeah. Because you were friends with her first remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. I'm so sure it was like after you ex friend. Ex friend. Oh, I'm ashamed. But yeah. Yeah, it was definitely her. I think it was like after you need drinks or something. Yeah. And she was like, This is Abigail and Yeah. yeah. And then we just like And then she's like, Oh you guys are actually on the same course. Because oh, you, yeah. she wasn't on our course. Yeah. 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 I 
just um, I mean, doesn't remember. I just always remember this girl and her hair flying in the wind because she was always rushing home. <laughs> so I just always saw your back at uni, like just in the hallway, just go to back. Because like, I always oh, had to oh, rush to go to work, and that's another thing I really regret. Like I wish I worked less so I could have enjoyed more. But because I feel like I would have met. Yeah, the second half was amazing. I, like I almost want to do it again. It's giving me goosebumps. Like oh god, the day we met was um, a law exam. Yeah, and um, I remember Sam was saying to me, oh, you know, there's a bunch of us that are gonna do this law exam together. And I kept saying, like Sam, I'm actually gonna go to work, so I just plan to do, do the exam my on my own. And she kept saying, no, because it's an open exam. We can do it as a group. It'll be nice and sweet. And I just thought, okay, so I called work, cancelled work, trusting Sam. Like, okay, we're gonna go. Then we walked in and it just looked like this is magical. Like I wouldn't and the Men head of, it was like black people everywhere and oh, it was beautiful and like the head of the 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 table, yes. the law, our, our law connoisseur had this shit on lock. I will never forget, like it was just so sweet. We ordered Chinese and in the end we literally got an amazing grade. We got seventy uh-huh. two. 0.5 a percent tell them, honey. kill it ah. but yeah no it was a sweet one you know what had happened was that um we all as a class a tv journalist we all decided to do it but a group of people um went off and didn't tell another group of people so i got really pissed i was like why would they do that like you know for me we're all in this together why would they just go off on your own and, and have a call? secret test and have yeah. a secret test and like not so i was like okay girl we need to do this together like all the black people unite like who cares like let's just do it and we did it and i would say like it was like the funnest exam i've done because i've never like i've never clicked so fast with yeah. people in my life that day was magical we we're talking like with me in the, i remember after the exam me three of us were just, yeah. just talking about you know it was it was like it was meet nice. your soulmate. It was really cute, but yeah, don't feel yourself. It, no, no, but honestly, no, it did, it no, did it not really, feel like that. Yeah, it felt like I already knew you guys like yeah. ages, and then from then we just hung out every single. And it made the uni experience just, change completely. Yeah. In the beginning, I honestly would. It was like ten weeks in, and I called my mom and I was like, "Actually, mom, I'm gonna quit because this is too hard. Like yeah. nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody wants to be my friend. I know it sounds very ch- like childish. I mean, my no, master saying, oh, nobody wants to be my friend, but it does it have an effect true. on you. Yeah. It makes your confidence really learn. I remember feeling like coming from a you know a lower class background and meeting some of some of the people that are mm. middle to upper class and mm. how they move how they've already had this much experience some people have already mm. worked in a million newsrooms and yeah. i'm just like so why are you even here but mm. do you know what i mean and i i just remember making it made me feel really small and it really knocked my confidence down especially growing up in um i've always grew, grew up around black people and i've always been the majority if that makes any sense so yeah, yeah I'd, I'd never experienced what it felt like to be the minority and it really really did knock a sister down but no it would the master was the first time i was like okay maybe i'm different different out here like yeah. i've never felt that sort of way i mean it's definitely the first time i really realized that i was black and how my yeah. blackness is perceived by people yeah i mean before that i mean my high school it was it was it was mm. predominantly white but i didn't feel inadequate and i didn't feel like people were judging mm. my capabilities because it's an even player yeah, yeah but here i definitely felt like even when guest speakers would come you know they would really be like t- when they would all sit in the same corner yeah they would always be like oh there's, there's a group of black girls sitting in this lecture and yeah. yeah it was just just a weird vibe but i think it also emphasizes that 
you need to make a great group of friends especially in undergrad you have three years and the people that you meet first year probably you won't end with in final year mm. but i think the end goal is to make sure you get to the end with a good group don't end uni having had the worst time with no friends and mm. probably not finishing your degree or not getting a great good grade i think the most important part is finding your circle your little village and just yeah enjoying it finding your tribe yeah. and even now even though you've left uni black girls black people who go and do their masters even though you left you just i'm just even this is bad that feeling does not change especially yeah. in journalism you go into the real world you're constantly doubted you're constantly people will ask you how did you get here you know they don't believe that you're good just because you took you talk a certain way you act a certain way and they will try to knock your confidence down yeah and that is and i keep and i say to today because that is what i'm struggling with today having to reassure myself every day that i'm good i deserve to be here and um, just don't let people walk all over me so um, what you need is your tribe and um, these girls are my tribe and you know you know they're all they're there or whatever but um yeah <laughs> but yeah get your own tribe who will be with you who will push you up who remember who will remind you that you're a bad bitch and mm. keep it pushing yeah yeah okay so final words if you were to tell your younger self something mm. what would you tell yourself okay i'll start i would tell my younger self to not be afraid of starting again don't be afraid of you know if you fail the first time around honestly don't worry about who's looking don't worry about who's you know progressing and where you are because it's ultimately going to be good if you keep sticking at it and i would also try and do a lot more in uni i feel like i didn't make as much friends as i should have because i was forever going to work obviously that was because of money issues so you can't really you can't really if there's nothing you can do about it there's nothing you can do about it but really do try like even when you're in uni if there are opportunities that are there at the time like you know maybe joining acs or like trying to meet up even if it's once a week just try and dedicate something and work is work is important but you can dedicate some time to having that uni experience because it kind of didn't feel like i had a uni experience it just felt like i was studying and working yeah. if that makes any sense so mm -hmm. hearing you guys' stories makes me feel like oh like i kind of want to do it again so that i can actually experience this this time so phd anyone let's go for two years please <laughs> i don't want to be typing coco coca anymore please forget <laughs> that one um um, for me, my one would be one thing I didn't get to do. Bless you. Excuse me. One thing I didn't get to do was travel. I have take that year out. So my thing would be like, please travel. Do that year abroad. It makes sense. That year abroad, like I want to do it now because you never get it again. Now I've started working. I cannot fuck off to like another country or something. Like yeah. I need to be here. But yeah. um, I wish I had that year abroad. I wish I went to Australia for a year. Met Australian boys. You know, had fun in the <laughs> sun and all of that. And um, yeah, and also uni is where you get to really know what type of person you are. Yeah. So I would say, although uni is great, but do things alone. Yeah. Like, do some things alone. Find yourself. Even mm -hmm. though that sounds really like, ooh, But find who you are. Find your strengths. Because the minute you're out there in the world, you're going to need to have a strong character. So build on you. Mm. And make sure you are strong enough for the world. Mm. And that's it. Definitely. Yes. I think I would add on to what you said. 
as someone who actually did take the gap year, I did notice that a lot of black students didn't. Mm. So I definitely want to urge any black students listening out there, do it. I mean, in terms of money-wise, it was no different to me staying in London. And in fact, I even got more money because I was in Australia. The uni had like a set fund for students who were going away. So money-wise, it wasn't an issue. The only thing I had to buy like upfront was my flight ticket, but that was reimbursed once I got to Australia. Um, yeah, and I honestly would do it over and over again. It's something that I would never be able to experience because, you. I mean, when am I ever going to go to Australia and be a student and just not mm. do anything? Mm. So I would definitely urge you guys to do that. Um, just believe in yourself and don't doubt yourself. I think when you're in certain type of universities, not all of them, but I think the Russell Group universities and universities like City where certain courses are open to... A certain caliber of people you can sometimes doubt yourself because teachers and your classmates are looking down on you but just believe in yourself and keep pushing and read your books don't forget why you went them or for having fun and partying yeah. but don't go to uni and come back for baby or no degree or or a tutu people are popping with tutu you guys yeah i'm not no judgment or anything i just feel like if you're going to uni you should do the best you can. Otherwise, but what is the point of being situation. in, in debt? Be no, sick. unless there you've been be sick, unless you have a legitimate... on in your life. You, okay, okay, thank you, but if it was, I get it. But if you failed <laughs> because of partying and not okay. because of something, yeah, then yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. So yeah, try, just try your best. And enjoy it. Yeah, you'll never have it again. I yeah. want to be a student now. I'm working, like, get me back to be a student, please. I really enjoyed my life. I want to be drinking vodka every day. Yeah. No, I don't drink it every day. I do it every weekend. Oh, quick one about apprenticeships, guys. Oh, yes. I mean, we all went into higher education, but I think times are now changing. Mm. And I feel like uni is not the only option. So if you haven't gone to university or you're not thinking of going to university, I don't think it's something that you should be down about. Maybe if your parents don't get it, you should probably do your research and sell it to them. Because for me, doing journalism, my dad was not sold at all. Mm. But I kind of went to him with like a written plan of yeah. what I intended to do. And it kind of gave him a little bit of reassurance. And I know my brother now, he definitely doesn't want to go to university. He wants to do an engineering apprenticeship after mm. his A-levels. So uni is not the only way. And you also won't leave with 65,000k debt like myself. <laughs> uh, but don't worry darling no time you'll pay off that money amen and uh, guys any final thoughts no i think that's it that's it um i just personally want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening because thank you for being on this journey with us we really do love what we do we love speaking to you guys and really 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 want to thank you for listening we have so many things coming up that we want to share with you but <laughs> we're keeping a sleep on the low low you know what i mean <laughs> on the low low but you will see some amazing things for us and we do it because you guys engage with us so continue to engage with us on twitter facebook instagram have we on linkedin yet no we are getting linkedin also we're getting pinterest Uh follow us on all those things sorry that'll be my job follow us on all those things guys please and um we love you and thank you thank you thank you so much for listening y'all the best have a lovely hot girl semester read your book read your book